Hello. 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 I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And we are Stupid Genius. Stupid Genius. I don't know why I went on for so long. Stupid Genius. That's that's us. Hey. We're back. Episode 33. Thirty tree. We've done thirty tree episodes. Too many. Is it? Not enough. <laughs> Let us know. Well, we're still here. We're still <laughs> banging on that door. <laughs> Molly's not a student anymore. Do we still trust her? That is the question. That's so true. Surely you trust me more, right? What do you mean? You're going to rat on us. Rat on us little students. Like, I'm going to get ratted on. I don't want my employees. <laughs> employees <Ratted> on. <laughs> employers to hear me. Um, I don't know. Talking. Hear this chaotic <laughs> mess that we are. That's true, that's true. We used to call ourselves a dynamic duo. Now I just think we're like the disastrous duo. <laughs> duo yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaotic oh, kids. <laughs> How's your week been anyway? It's been good. It's been nice. I'm out of my funk. I said that last week. And yeah. it's continued to be out of it. But you've had a nice day today. You've come to visit me in Chester. I have, I have. And well, Chester is a wild kind of place. Well. In the space of... 10 minutes, I met Mormons. Yeah. I nearly got recruited into Mormon. the Latter-day Saints. They the Latter-day were pretty, Saints. Um, not, not as pushy as they can be, actually. They were quite sweet. They were they're really mission, sweet, actually, they? yeah. And then I literally, around the corner, saw some people dressed as Romans. Which is very normal in Chester. Yeah, and then Molly told me a story that Pret has to allow access to Romans. Yeah. And it just... Only that one Pret. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like all, all Pret. It's not like all Prets have got some sort of signature... Some sort of agreement with Romans. And when I say Romans, I obviously... like, charge! Ah, here comes the Romans. It's quite funny, though, because I do think in Chester, you just get used to it. You'll just be walking around, they'll just be like a centurion, with like a massive sword, just being like, this way! Like, and he's just taking a well, turn. That's literally what I saw, just two people. And then and then we walked around the corner again, and you were like, oh, why is that guy in a bin? And then we walked around I mean, That was weird. You've skimmed over that bit. Because that was even weird to me. There was a guy in a skip of... Just- the charity shop digging out CDs. Yeah. Who wants CDs? CDs, that guy. And then I went around the corner again and you were like, oh yeah, that's the bird, that's the pigeon, pigeon house. Coop. Pigeon coop. The only place we can feed pigeons in Chester. <laughs> oh look, there's the pigeon lady. Yeah, she's the pigeon lady. <laughs> it's a great little place, Chester. Then you walk around the corner again and there's like veg just being like, like a little um, allotment. Help yourself. Help yourself allotment. Do you know what? I would much rather have those sorts of surprises because my supervisor the other day was in Liverpool. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. She was walking up Bold Street. All right, Emily, try and defend this. She was walking up Bold Street and there was a guy on the curb and he appeared to be homeless. Yeah. And he appeared to be having a seizure. Right. So Claire, very kindly, it was like eight o'clock in the morning, ran over to help him. And when she got there, he was masturbating. (sighs) Well... To be fair, what? though... <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. To be fair, what? what? To be fair, what? To be fair... To be fair, what? You've got to have some enjoyments in life. And he's lost everything. On the curb at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, why not? I'm pretty sure that's sexual assault or sexual something. That, yeah, you shouldn't be doing harassing. that. Sexual indecency, maybe. It's something not very Yeah, nice. it's not good. But also, at the same time, if I was homeless... <laughs> No, but I think this all the time. I would probably be... Wank on the curb at eight o'clock in the morning. I definitely would do drugs. I'd be bored as hell. Yeah, well, I, I get Trying that. Trying to get through the cold and stuff like that. And then you just lose all inhibition. You're just like, well, I may as well wank here. Right, if we lose Emily for too long, guys, <laughs> and there's any dodgy reports... <laughs> what did he say? Did she say anything to him? No, she just was horrified. Did he, did he go... No, right. she carried on. Oh my God, okay, that's She carried why. on. We just went for it. Kept on going. So yeah, I think in comparison, Chester is quite sweet. 
Okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but Chester's not a city, is it? Yeah. Well, I guess it is, but like, you know. It's a city. It's not a proper city, it's you know. It's a city. It's got a cathedral? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, so technically much. it is, but it's you know. It's a very old city, actually. It's, funnily enough, a Roman city. <laughs> oh, shock. <laughs> we love the Roman city. In fact, the Roman name Shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. Go on. No, no, I actually want to know. Diva. Well, you say wait. In fact, the diva. That's the Roman name for Chester. Is it diva? D E V A. Diva. Yeah, that's why there's a pub called like Diva Tap. Oh, that's cool. There you so, go. See? So if the... you learn nothing else from this episode, mm-hmm. guys, you've learned that. Wait, I don't know what I've learned. Something about diva. So Chester's called diva. There is no hope for you. Wait, no, wait. Yeah, it used to be. That's like the Roman name for it. Oh, so the Romans used to say I'm going to a diva. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but maybe like, blah, 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 diva. Because it would have been like Latin, I suppose. Uh, yeah. All words are Latin, really. Should we, <laughs> other than this extremely stupid Pain. conversation, have you got any other stupids other than this stupid you got to go first because I've already just really hit, hit people in fast with the... Okay, so I know people are going to think I'm obsessed with my tiles. Because I am. But my, why are you looking at me so confused? I've not even spoken. <laughs> oh, I'm just wondering. I wonder what you meant by titles and I was thinking titles. Pres- presentation titles? Tiles. Tiles. Not titles. <laughs> oh, that's why I looked at you confused. Tiles. Oh, because you're like, I think you're saying, I'm obsessed with titles. I was thinking, Mrs. Doctor. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm obsessed and, with Doctor. Or like, or just like titles in general. Okay, sorry, I'm obsessed with. Tiles. Tiles, darling. Yeah, because last week my stupid was about... I know, my genius was about my <laughs> grout. grout. No, but I know it's just... And a- guess what? She she went, when I was in the loo, literally buying my own business, check my grout out! Check my grout out! And you were impressed. It was actually really You were impressed. But no, my stupid is my tiles because I have tiled some parts of my kitchen, like the splashback behind the mm-hmm. oven, the splashback behind the sink. It looks great. I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Um, but I then decided I was going to tile the splashback like that I've got sort of behind the kettle and everything. So I bought some more tiles, started tiling, and then yeah. realised that I didn't. I only have a manual tile cutter, not an electric, Ooh. and so I couldn't do round the plug. So I had to rip all the tiles off and I've ripped all the paint. <gasps> and so now there's just like wait, plastic. but you do if you want an electric. Yeah, I need to hire one. Do you want to borrow my... Okay, so just for context, I... And if anyone lives in Liverpool, it's actually a really good thing. You pay... You you can pay what you want, but you, the standard fee is £20 a year. Yes, to be honest, Vin has already sent me his details. Yes. Okay, good. But yes. I want to give the listener... So you know, <laughs> I know. And the that's listener, all that is that I know. <laughs> there's this um hub that is called the Tool Library and you pay £20 a year and you get access to... um. All the tools they have in their library. It's, it's a really so good system. Cool. They do it in a few other cities, unfortunately not Chester. But you can also borrow it from me. So you've Thank got you. all the details. Yeah. To borrow an electric one. Yeah, it's just at the moment it looks a bit nasty, you know, just got like raw. Yeah, raw. Bear. Raw. Bear We're going back to the sexual. <laughs> is it? Raw? That's oh, not a sexual, is it? Is it? Raw. Is it? Yeah. Saying a lot about yourself. Cut that, there, cut that. <laughs> so, so that's your stupid. stupid? Okay, so my stupid is um, that last week I said that I had, my genius was that I redid my room, but my stupid now is that I still haven't painted the, finished painting the office. There's still just a, there's still just a corner that I can't quite reach. I need to get a ladder or a tool person. I've got an idea. 
There's this thing called the tool library. To borrow a ladder. You, think you can borrow ladders from it? For sure, and I didn't even think about that. Oh. Penny <laughs> drop moment. There we go. And this is why you're talking to your mates. <laughs> this is why we do a podcast. This is the sole <laughs> To solve our DIY reasons. problem. Yeah, that's just my stupid. It's just like... I know just, you mean. You know, I've started it, finish it, get it boxed. That's the really hard thing about DIY projects because they can go on and on. And I start projects and I try and make sure that I don't start a new one until I finish the old one. Yeah. But sometimes I suddenly end up, I've got like three projects on the go and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so, yeah. And I've got a thesis to write. Oh yeah, and that whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, so um, get it done. I ran out of paint for one of the, the, the triangle that I'm doing in my, I ran out of paint for that. No way, but it's such a small Oh, area. it was, I know. So not, the wall, basically, I hate paint in my um, flat because it's wallpaper, so it just absorbs the paint. Did it's you just paint like, on top of the wallpaper? Yeah. Because the wallpaper's, if I took off the wallpaper, the full wall would crumble. Yeah, the only issue is it's a rental property, isn't it? So how are you going to return it to its Just paint it white. Is that, was it painted wallpaper before? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm a wall. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually vintage wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> Just like slapping on loads of June. It was like on top of some nice floral wallpaper. No, no, no. So genius, go now. Go, 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 go. Okay, well, I actually probably should have said this last week because it was relevant then, not now. Is it? Um, I mean, I have had some genius things though, to be fair, as in like we had our induction for the students. So it was a one-day event um, yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. Um and it was a one-day event where all the undergrads came, and that was nice to like mm-hmm. feel like a proper lecturer, like part of the getting into the swing of the job a bit, job a bit more. Um, but in terms of like the PhD sort of realm of things, my genius was that when I went to that conference, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention I ran a PDW, which is a professional development workshop. Cool. So me and these two other women that I lead this co were, were co-leads of this ECA network, basically. And then um, we put a a proposal in to run a PDW for the conference. And we got some really big names, key speakers, which obviously attracted people. Um, So we had quite a lot of attendees. It went really well. Yeah, it was good. Good. So good. Yeah. And actually, it really fits in with what we're going to talk about today. I won't give any clues yet, but it really fits in well. Well, I'm assuming they've clicked on the episode. They kind of know what we're talking about. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler! <laughs> oh my god, I'm so stupid. Okay, so it really <laughs> so back fits. to stupid. It's just stupid. <laughs> it really fits with the the theme of today because from that we had a really senior academic. Well, we had two, but one particularly who since that um an opportunity has presented mm-hmm. itself through meeting them. Basically, Amazing. I invited them on the PDW. Yeah. Um, and they came, and then since then they've invited us to collab on something. So, so yeah, nice. Pick up. We'll pop on that later, yeah. but let's hear your genius. Um, mine's really cool because I think no, most mine's of, really cool. Mine's really cool. No, well, mine was really cool. <laughs> no, but mine's really cool in personal um, progression, I guess, in terms of everyone. I mean, if you don't know that I've been pushing off the coding and theming of my interviews, then where have you been? And literally, that's been my stupid for like several weeks in a row. Oh, I just don't want to eat that frog. I just need to eat that frog. I remember when like when I was writing up and every week I had the same genius. If you rinse me for oh Molly's done some more writing. (laughs) Oh what they do writing. (laughs) Literally the last few weeks every time you've been like, I need some coding. I just can't get through the coding. I need to do some good. Anyway, I pretty much finalized my themes. Well like Woohoo! Yeah, like in a way that I feel they will change slightly, but not they're like 
they formed and I actually heard them and they sound brilliant yeah yeah yeah, yeah. happy days so exciting because now you can get right in it you exactly can get it down. exactly there's um i need to code some more transcriptions some more interviews um so i'm not quite finished but obviously once you once you get to a certain point you start to see the same themes again and again yeah again. not same codes saturation all that stuff stuff um there probably will some maybe be some extra ones added but i yeah, I'm pretty happy with where it is. It's so exciting. It is. And then, yeah. Move on but, to the next thing. Well, next week I'm data collection, collecting again, so for the stairs. I know uh, participants keep fucking cancelling on me. Sorry, that was a bit aggressive. <laughs> Considering our whole episode, episode last, last week was all about being respectful of participants. <laughs> fucking participants. Oh, it's just so annoying. And no, it's always but, last minute, isn't it? You like set up and you're ready to go and then you, and then you get like a bing and you're like, don't tell me. I had one me. woman I remember, I mean, this is again like more last week's episode, but I had one woman who would can she cancelled on me like four times, and every time it was like five minutes before the team meeting was about to start. It's just and part of you is almost like, oh, relief, because it's quite nice to have to do it, but then yeah. it's not because you have you to do still it. Still need some to, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that catch twenty two, isn't it? Oh, but so, no, that's an awesome genius. Yeah, it's like know. actually, okay, Emily, you 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 ate that frog. Gulp. Was it tasty? Mm-mm. Nice and chewy. Nice and slimy. 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 Actually, it wasn't as... And guess what? It's never as bad as you think it is. Nah, it's not. It's just... Oh, sorry. Alfie just... Oh, my God. That was gross. Just to say, Albie, my little cat, is sat in between me and Emily right now. We're sat on the floor in my office. And Albie... I hope you can't hear him because he's really purring quite loudly. And did you just put your hand up his bum? No, he thrusted his bum at my hand. Of course he did. Of course he did. (laughs) He did. I was stroking him like this. Albie doesn't thrust. And then... Look look at him doing it. Look at him doing it. See? He wants his belly. Yeah, but he proper thrust that into my hand. Sorry, guys. This is probably not what you want to hear. This is taking a Let's get... Let's get rambling. Rambling. Okay, Molly. Molly. <laughs> don't spoil it. Sorry. But what are we... No, 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 I meant like, what are we talking about? <laughs> but don't spoil it. But don't spoil <laughs> what we're going to talk about. Don't take the mick out of me, okay? I'm tired. <laughs> I've had a full working day, okay? <laughs> I've got a hole in my sock. Today, That's sad. <laughs> we are talking. Get your smelly, holy socks away from me. Today, we are talking... Oh, holy. <laughs> all about... I'm ignoring you. Today, everyone, we're talking all about how to network <laughs> with senior academics. So, At least the listeners are listening, you know? Or are they? I bet we're on in the background. Do you reckon we're on in the background? Yeah, people are probably making tea. Or like falling asleep to us. Really? A bit chaotic. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're like have falling asleep vibes. No, I don't think so. I don't know. So I've it's got quite a morbid, like not morbid, monotone vibes. Have I? No, no, we are the opposite of monotone. <laughs> you did just sing, oh, so that's not going to Because we've got holy socks that Albie's now licking. So today, Emily, yep. <laughs> we're talking about networking with senior academics. Cool. This is super, super, super important. We know how important networking is anyway. Like, mm-hmm. you just saw that really cringy quote. It was like, your network oh my your God. network. Yeah. And it's cringy. And I can imagine someone like, oh, just on like TikTok or someone being like, guys, your network is your net worth. Yeah, and, then, and then some boys reacting to it on a podcast going like, wow, <laughs> that's so fucking true. 
But it is I hate true. to say it, it sort of is true in it academia. Is, yeah. like, the more people you know, the bigger your network is. It really does open up doors. And I think it's true for any career you're in or anything really. I guess, yeah, but I think the thing with academia is it's so self-determined. Yeah. You know, no one is going to give you these opportunities unless you go out and get them. Yeah, that's Do you know true. what I mean? I think that's different to a lot of other jobs where it's in your job role or whatever. But yeah. in academia, if you don't go and make those networks, who are you going to co-author with? Yeah, but if you know... Yeah, yeah, you're so right. But if you know someone um, who's got this job and you're like, oh, I'm interested in that, they're like, oh, let me talk to someone and I'll get you an interview. Yeah. There's like different ways with that. Even just networking in general life is important in terms of, say, you need... I don't know, I'm going to give an example for my van. I need someone who um, knows how to... Who's a carpenter or like... Yeah. And, and guess what? I do because I talk a lot and I talk a lot to people. Can you tell she's trying to get a plug here, guys? Does and anyone know a carpenter? Does anyone know? Actually, you know what I'm missing right now is an electrician. And see, Molly, you say you know an electrician, but guess where they are? All the way down south. Down, and I, down in Somerset. Yeah, and I know some southern. So just to let, just to steer this right off topic, let me know if anyone's an electrician. Do you know what though? I would say in a way, I do. I I get what you're saying, but. In a way, I sort of feel like that's community when it's in your social, personal life. It's like your community that you can tap into. Mm -hmm. Networking feels different for me. It's more, it feels more professional. Professional gain, yeah. And I don't want to say instrumental because a network isn't always instrumental, but there is a more of an instrumental aspect to it. Um, and, you know, as we've mentioned in the description of today's episode, there's loads of things that can be gained, whether it's invitations to collaborate, to co-author, opportunities for jobs mentoring opportunities you know lots of things can come particularly with with networking with senior academics because let's be honest they hold the sway they can make things happen yeah. you know if you can get a couple of senior academics in your network who know you and you know them and then say if they're in a room of opportunities they're going to think oh emily was good for that yeah you, know, you want to be on their radar i suppose yeah you're right and actually the only the, the most of the cool opportunities that i've had um passed on to me have been through networking right and yeah so i would like to know when um what are your experiences of networking with senior academics and i guess when i mean what are your experiences like do you find it maybe you know if you're at a conference there's always big names isn't there mm -hmm. do you ever find it daunting um have you had good experiences of that bad experiences i oh see i would find i don't find it daunting i think everyone's just people but I do think because I definitely look young um I almost get dismissed maybe quicker than say I'm less respected in that way um so most most of the time they're lovely but there is that element air of like oh god who am I to them Yes, because you know? we have this thing, don't we, where like we put them on a pedestal, these profs, mm -hmm. and it's like, whoa, they wrote that paper, which has been cited 10,000 yes. times. And it's like, we're on a pedestal. We're just mere mortals. And yes. it's like scary to go up to them. But actually, yeah, again, just rem remembering that they are human and that actually you don't need to go and I, I think as soon as I got over that, you don't need to go and talk about research with them. You can just talk to them and actually just build connections with them in other ways. That's where to start. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that then. So in terms of how you literally go about meeting them, so physically, how you know how do you go about meeting them? I guess I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, well, you need to make sure you're in the same place, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's attending conferences that you know they're going to be at, mm -hmm. 
um, when you're at those conferences, making sure you sign up for their talks. Yes. Um, Ask them questions. Exactly. I would say that's the biggest one. I, when I go to conferences, I either, if I'm confident enough, ask questions in uh, like what not questions a question i love a question but i think it gets you you recognize and you it needs to be also good and not just like a random <laughs> but if not if you're not confident enough grab them afterwards and say oh my god that was a really good talk really engaging um i did have a question with you in in regards to this and and then talk to them and have a question that way that is such an easy way to engage with someone that you want to talk to and you literally have, they've just given a presentation on it. They would like, they, everyone likes to hear that that was really good. And I enjoyed that. And then you also have an exact question to ask because it's a lot easier than the scarier option, which is seeing them at a conference and go, Hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Tumbleweed. Or you can, I mean, if you've seen them at a conference though, you can, I mean, that's the whole point of conferences. You can go up and go, Oh my God. Hi. I actually have read a lot of your papers and I actually have a few questions for you. Um, do you mind? Are you free to talk? Or even just like, even just go, hey, how are you finding this conference? And to be honest, I don't even think, I, th- I think you're, I totally agree in the sense of like, when you make sure you go to their talks, because if they're a senior academic and they're at a conference, they're probably going to be doing mm. something, aren't they? Whether it's a workshop, a talk, a keynote or something. Um, I think it's really good to ask a question then if you can, because it just makes your face familiar. Mm-hmm. So that when you then go and approach them later they already think oh, okay i've seen your face yeah. you engaged with me and then at that point yeah if you've got more questions to ask then great but i don't even think you need to do that i think just compliment like people bloody love compliments. oh yeah usually if i don't have anything to say about oh well done that was really i really enjoyed your presentation yeah or like you know oh i read your paper on this and i just thought it was brilliant and i just really wanted to say that i really respect your work literally like they're yeah. humans and they like to hear it yeah. everyone likes to have smoke blown up their ass yeah senior academics yeah. included right exactly and, and knowing that your research has got out there and someone's reading it and it's always nice to hear yeah and i was actually talking to um a prof at that conference that i was at a couple of weeks ago about this whole thing um about how to approach senior mm. academics and and things and she was saying that you know, we have this impression as ECAs that they're really good at networking and they find it really easy. But she was like, it, that's not necessarily the case. She was like, I get nervous about networking. And actually, I really like it when people come up and say like a nice little compliment and then ease me into a conversation. Because she was like, I'm not very good at it. A lot of profs are introverts, really. Yeah. They're just nerds that have done really well. You know, it doesn't mean that they're really good at speaking to people. That's so true. And so I guess it's remembering that they might be feeling a bit, awkward like you are you know it's not like they're stood there thinking oh you know why is this person speaking to me (laughs) yeah say if you meet someone at a conference you've made that initial contact you've then approached them afterwards how would you then go about like maintaining that because let's be honest right they probably meet loads of people at conferences all these events so how do you then pursue that outside of the conference of the event how do you make it so that actually they're part of your network and they're not just some person you spoke to once yeah see this this is a this is a tough one because um i do think that usually that is the case and that's okay because you can again you're in their sort of thought process and thought bubbles but i usually then go find them on i mean i'm on twitter you might be on linkedin i add them on that and I um, probably share a photo of like, I really enjoyed your talk at person. Um, 
And then they get a chance to reshare it and stuff like that if they want to. If they don't have that, ask for their email and email them straight away saying, hi, I really enjoyed the conversation. Before you forget as well. Um, if you've got something in mind, I'd really like to talk to you more about this and say that. But other than that, I don't, to be honest, I don't really know. And it's a bit, sometimes it's a little bit awkward. You're like, okay, I said that, but what do I want to gain from this? And and it's, and I think I don't like that factor of I've talked to you now, we must. Yeah. Now we must, I don't know. Spark up some sort of relationship. Yeah. Whereas it's fine to have these networks in a way that's, I've talked to you, we've had this exchange it's been nice and it'll be useful for future endeavors yeah yeah but right now yeah and i think you're right i think it's just establishing that it's so i I agree that it's really important to touch base afterwards so like you said connect on linkedin twitter whatever and i would also say just to add to that always say who you are and where you met them that was advised to me because they were like you know if i get an, an a LinkedIn invitation without a little note it needs to say you know you can add note when you like add someone on LinkedIn and you can just say hi it's Molly I met you at the BAM conference I spoke to you about your thingy it was great just remind them because they're not going to know they probably no. spoke to hundreds of people so um yeah remind them who you are but yeah I agree that it's not like you have in fact, definitely don't be emailing them like every week because they're going to think who the hell is this psycho <laughs> um, but I would say it keeps that door open, doesn't it, by making that contact yeah. once you get home. I know like one thing I did at the last conference was there was this really senior academic and it's in an area that I sort of want to move into. Mm-hmm. And so at, the, at that conference, that in my head was almost like my entrance into that field. I attended all that, um, the special interest group talks to do with that topic. Yeah. And I started networking with academics in those fields who I've never met before. Mm-hmm. And then in his talk, I... He, you know, at the end of talks, they sort of say, and what I'm looking for you from an audience is ideas on theoretical frameworks. Okay. You know, like it was a developmental paper. So I had a suggestion, which meant then afterwards I could email and be like, oh, as requested, here's that paper that I mentioned. You know, it's like you're adding something to them as well. You're not just trying to gain something from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I think. That's a lot of the time it seems like in academia is like, okay, well, we've created this network and what can we gain? What can we gain from this? And actually it's just building that community within your area and your field to know and to have them on your radar and go, oh my God, we had a really, you know, sometimes when you're writing, you're like, oh, I need, I need something with it. Oh, wait, I actually had a really good conversation with this person about this thing. Let me look up their name. Oh my God, they've got a paper on it. Okay. Let let me, it literally could be as simple as that. Or you don't even have to gain anything from it. You go, that was a lovely conversation. And now I walk away. And the point is you might in the future. Yeah. Um, But I think it's important to have that balance, isn't it? Which is what you're saying is like, yeah, we are thinking about what we can gain from it. Let's be honest. There is an element of that, but it can't be all about that. And this lady I was speaking to, as I mentioned, about this sort of topic, and she said there's nothing worse than when you've met someone once mm-hmm. and that first time they say to you, oh, I've got um, some work. I wondered if you'd review it. Or, oh, I wondered if you'd like to be a co-author. Or, you know, like come in with a request straight away. Yeah. So I would definitely say avoid. Avoid that. Avoid. Yeah. Avoid. They don't know you. They don't owe you anything. I can't believe people do that. I know. Apparently wild. that happens all the time. That's wild. Actually wild. Unless someone said to me, like, oh, you know, like you have a really good conversation. So like when I was in Seattle, because I went as a quote unquote emerging scholar, like I won a place at the conference as yeah. an emerging scholar. 
and we were each buddied up with like a, a senior academic as a mentor. Mm-hmm. And so I had really good long conversations with him. And he said, in the future, if you want to send me any work, I'd be happy to look at it. Right. That's an invitation. Yeah, that's fine. You can't just be requesting things no. off people, can you? No. no, that's the thing. I think, yeah, you can you can kind of suggest. Well, I guess. Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, you definitely can't. So I think just one thing sprung to mind when I went to this pandemic institution to pick up my to deliver my presentation and awards. And in my presentation, I put what's next for me and what I want to achieve from it. And I really want to, I was really interested about policy implementation. And it was such a useful thing to put in that of like, I really, really would like to gain some more experience or knowledge in this area. Three people came up to me afterwards and said, I know a lot in this area. Another person said, these are all seniors as well, um, gave me my email or they were like, I have your email, email you over. Um, another person came and said, I know three people that would be of interest to you. Do you want me to link you up? And another person just came to have a conversation about it. But I was like, wow, that was such a good way to to um to start. Like if you are presenting and you've got something that you need like need, pose it in that way and then people can come up to you. Yeah. Um and I thought that was really nice actually. And then and then one person didn't follow through from it. Just happens. That's yeah. okay. Didn't have well, their email. Three is pretty good. And then yeah, and the other guy um literally forwarded me on to two more people. And that bridged that gap in, in networking and I got to have a meeting with someone in Parliament. Whoa. Fucking cool, right? That's amazing. Right? Yeah. And and it was really like, whoa, okay. These senior people, they've been around a lot. They know some really interesting, cool people as well. Mm. So leverage that if you can. Like you might not want anything from that senior person, but the senior person has a bunch of connections. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, a lot of them want to help early career academics. You know, it's like part of being a senior academic is nurturing the next generation, isn't it? So most people, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's some people that just don't want to know. Mm. They like the prestige without actually having to do any of the sort of mentoring or anything. But a lot of people do want to help you. Um, I think it just really depends how you go about it. Yeah. And being considerate of people's time, you know, not being overly demanding, showing an interest. I think one thing we didn't mention before is like, make sure you properly introduce yourself because I've done that to people before. You know, when you start talking and you think, I've not even said who I am. You know, who are you? What? Who are you? Who are you? I always forget that. Yeah. I always forget that. I'm like, hey, and just start talking. And then you think they don't know who I am. So like, I always like, if I'm at a conference, I say it and hold my badge up, you know, so people can read it. Yeah. Um, Tell them your university, tell them your research interest. Mm -hmm. Very briefly, obviously, you don't want to, that's the thing, you don't want to chew their ear off either because no one likes that, do they? No, exactly. (laughs) And you know what's, well, I don't know if it's different, but for my conferences, it's always good to go for meals afterwards and, and like drinks, there's a lot of that involved and everyone usually catches up later as well as the conference which yes it's exhausting but it's also really good and that's where you get to see them um you get to have conversation with them when they're like off time what's the what's the word it's their free time so you get to create deeper connections with people and try not to talk about work because there's nothing worse than going You've had a full day conference and then go in and talk about more work. I know. Do you know what though? I really struggle with that. I don't tend to attend the after things because my social battery just cannot manage it. So I agree with you. It is really, really valuable if you can do it. But 
if you're like me and a full day at a conference wipes you out, in a way I would rather rest and recuperate and then go back to the conference the next day mm. with the energy to do it all again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's finding what works for you. Because I know, like, I have a colleague who I co-run that ACA network with. She's a fucking queen of networking. Like, she will go to every event, every after party, every socialisation. That's me. She meet, makes connections with everyone. Whereas I'm more like, if I can make one decent connection per conference, I'm happy. Yeah, Do which is probably mean? more realistic because I get to the end of the week and um, accidentally go to two brothels because I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, you just that's what, that's it. so bad. Like, I felt ill by the end of the week because oh, I was God. just exhausted yeah but i can't not do it because i'm i'm i have massive fomo and i i do enjoy it but i don't realize how much it drains me it does it does and if you don't bad. know what my reference is go back and listen to some i don't even know what god knows a few episodes ago i accidentally went to two brothels trying to get a massage and in singapore and she's blaming it on the networking and i'm blaming it on the Which networking if you're thinking that's a load of crap it's because it is <laughs> no it's not i was tired <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any data. What would you say your like key takeaways are then for how to network with senior academics? I'm putting you on the spot there. You are. And I I do struggle with this. Again, I I, I do, as much as I don't, because I'm quite loud, and there is an element of like, oh, who am I to them? What can I add? Um, but the more I have done it and just put myself in those positions, look, you're not going to progress unless you put yourself in uncomfortable positions. That's just life. You're never going to. If you're comfortable and too comfortable, you're never going to push yourself out of these boundaries that you've created. Yeah. Um, you'll realise you do know your stuff. When I have these conversations and I ask them questions that I maybe have when we're talking, oh, have you thought about that? And they're like, oh, no, I haven't. That's a really good point. And then they ask me a question. You're like, whoa, okay. I do know my stuff. I, I don't do. know if I've ever felt like that. But it, within, within certain topics yeah okay. yeah for yeah. sure and and most of the time they know more but i'm probably the most up to date with research than because i'm literally doing it i'm i'm creating the new research which they are but also i'm very fresh and i've got more time than them yeah so i guess i can front, read frontline yeah yeah and i and i'm more energetic because i'm not exhausted by the by the i guess the weight of academia so I don't know, I've gone off a tangent. <laughs> and I think, what was your question? <laughs> Classic. What are your key takeaways about how to navigate networking with senior academics? Key takeaways. <laughs> Be brave. Be brave, yeah. Love Be that. brave. Do walk up to them, talk to them. Think about what you're gonna how you're gonna introduce yourself and how you're gonna start the conversation, because there's nothing worse. Um Go and stand in that circle. So be prepared, you mean, with that previous Yeah, I guess be prepared, be prepared. Be prepared to be, feel uncomfortable. Be prepared. Be prepared. Um, for the death of the king. For the death of the king. Fever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ah, um, yeah, sometimes you just have to walk and stand in a circle while they're all talking and just stand there awkwardly. Oh, God, no, I just couldn't. I hate it. I couldn't ever. I do it. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Listeners, if you're listening to this and thinking you don't have that that braveness that Emily has, don't worry, neither do I. Um, Find them when they're on their own. That's what I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. Usually when I think they're on their own, they're having a little they're going to the recuperation moment. Yeah, maybe. Um, find them maybe when they've got some food so you can talk about, mm, isn't this food good? 
ask them to come to your poster or your presentation. I've done that a few times. Have you? Yeah. That's bold. I go, oh, I've actually got a presentation. Um, I've actually got a poster tomorrow. Do you want to, you should come, you should come by and I can talk yeah, to you. Yeah, so quite casually, like, if you've got time, if you yeah, yeah, see yeah. there, rather than like, please will you come and oh, watch me present? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually giving a, you know, and then, you know, if they come, they come, if they don't, they don't. So what? Yeah. Either, loss. Either way, you're making yourself memorable. <laughs> What's your key takeaways? they think you're ace or they think you're a knob. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, what a, she's a cocky, cocky yeah. she is. Um, my key takeaways are pretty Make them laugh. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, that's a bit of a, that's a, bit that's of a, a risky one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my key takeaways, I would say, do a cartwheel. is to not do a cartwheel. Um, as you said, be brave, be prepared, all those things. But in terms of just like very basically, I would say to not go in with a request because I think that puts people off. So mm. go in just with the honest and open desire to just meet them and learn from them rather than going in with wanting to get something it's it shouldn't be a transactional relationship you definitely shouldn't go in thinking of it like that so that would be like the main thing I would say be consistent so if you say you're going to email them do it um make sure that you follow up a hundred percent sure and do it straight after you had the conversation or at least create a draft and schedule it for like a few hours time if you want to because because you will forget. Yeah, because I'm already thinking right now that from that conference, there's like two emails that I haven't sent. Yeah, right. same. So That's what I'm thinking about another conference that I went to. I was like, oh, gosh. So I'm not living by my own advice. But yeah, definitely be consistent and um, do what you say you're going to do um, and compliment them, I think, and show an interest in their research. Mm. Make sure that it's clear that you know them, you know, um, and you're not just yeah. going up to them because they've got the right colour lanyard or whatever. Like yeah. at our conference... The fellows had different colours. No lanyards. way. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. I think it's going to be like a nice thing, you know. Like I had a different colour lanyard because I was on the council and then the fellows had a different colour again. So all the really senior people had like a green lanyard. So, you know, don't just go up to them because you're like, oh, green lanyard. They've got to be important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just because they're senior doesn't mean they're, you know, dull and like lifeless and crusty old people. You no, know? of course not. And I think just try and enjoy it, you know, because there's a lot to learn from these people. Yeah, wise. But, but, but what I would also say actually is just because they're a senior academic, also they might still be an op. And so, like, do you remember the guy or listeners, if you've been with us since oh the beginning? Oh my God. I went the King. To a, the King. I went to a conference in Croatia. I won't give the whole story. Go back and listen to conferences. Conferences, I think it was. And there's this guy who's a senior academic who calls himself the King and he acts like, a knob yeah um and so do you know what no it wasn't conferences it was egos stroking egos stroking egos stroking egos and do you know what sometimes nothing is worth that no do you know what i mean avoid them you don't need no. those people in your network no even if you think there's something to be gained you just don't need there's them. one senior lecturer in my mind that everyone knows everyone that knows me knows that i don't like them and um I would never work. I would never work with them. And yeah. that's okay. It doesn't matter how prestigious it would be. They are so talented and so genius at what they do. But the fact they don't align with my morals and values is something that I'm just not going to bother with. Yeah. Why so would I? Why would I? Even as an ECA, you can be selective of who you want to speak to, you know? Yeah. The ball's in your court as much as... Exactly. And if they're not respecting you because you're younger, because you're se- not senior... Because they're the king. Because they're the king. <laughs> then, you know, walk away and create your own royalty honey because <laughs> your network is it's your net worth oh it's i think wild. we have to it's horrid but it's so true i do think there's a lot of truth in that 
my final final takeaway would just be um to try and not put these senior academics on a pedestal because yes they are amazing and maybe they paved the way in your research area or whatever but thinking of them like that is going to really just make it too hard to go and approach them so just remember them as what they are people just like you with families and pets and hobbies and you know think of them like humanize them because they are literally human yes and they will have their own worries and the king i think he's maybe like part well he'll have his own insecurities oh and that's why he calls himself the king i don't know you know if he did i think maybe once upon a time he did and he's bloody masked (laughs) with with the king with the king so horrid should we get some inspiration for our desperation? desperation? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Boom, shakalaka, like a boom, boom, boom. Now the jury is still out <laughs> with regards to who won last week's quote, right? It's still out, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Still Sounds out. Sounds like I've won. I think I've won. Mm-hmm. But the jury's out. We're, okay. We're yet to see. But this week, I've definitely won. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm joking. My quote is so shit. It, we actually took so long finding this quote. I found one that I like was like, yeah, easy. And then I, I read it and I was like, that's rubbish. But I've got a good one. So, you ready? Well, I thought I was, but now I can't find it. <laughs> okay. I've got it. Cool. So mine is... We are stronger when we listen and smarter when we share. Oh. Really good. You're looking worried. You're looking so worried. Say it again. We are stronger when Don't we listen. Don't try and ruin it. We are stronger when we listen and smarter when we share. So it's, it's, you, you like it? I don't know. I think I do, but I'm like, is it just fluff? It is fluff. Are we strong? Why are we strong when we listen, but smart when we share? Because everyone... Why aren't we... If anything, I would say we're smart when we listen, but we're strong when we share. Take strength to share. Yeah, should we flip that then? Yeah. (laughs) I do agree, actually. But I guess it takes a lot of strength to just shut up and listen. (laughs) For me. It takes you a lot of strength to shut up and listen. And um, we are smarter when we listen and stronger when we share. I'm going for that. It's got to be that. Should I flip it? I think you should flip it. Little stupid genius. Flip it. Reverse card. <laughs> yeah. Gotta flip, reverse it. Flip, flip it and reverse it. It's your flip and reverse now, yeah. It's your flip and reverse now, yeah. That is such a tune. Have you seen Missy Elliott recently? You know, you, she looks like a different woman. Does she? You know, that is actually it flipped and reversed. Flip, flip it and reverse it. It's like it's, it's backwards. It's actually flipped and reversed. So it, and there are no actual words because I always used to just I used to go it's my no words but the it, let's but flip just, it and reverse it it's when wait wait what's before flip it and reverse it I think this is a let me topic. think let me work it because I know I'm only gonna work it it's your flip it on yet <laughs> um I think we need to clarify this off the podcast I'm pretty sure it's flipped and reversed I I will believe you I will believe you she's like let's buy it. Emily, there is strength in listening. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, it's yeah. smart to listen. No, you're stronger to... What? Go. Stop. Right, here's my quote. Everyone, you will... <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, just please take her away. We've had a full day with me. Give a me a break, okay? 
listen to the episode one. Take a break. Take a break. How do I take a break from Emily, please? Never. Everyone, <laughs> everyone you will ever meet knows something you don't. Aww. I saw that one. <laughs> I scrolled right past crap. it. Yeah. It is cute though. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just emphasises that Your what uniqueness. we already know. And the, well, that it's worth the, you know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> there's value to be gained from speaking to people that's a better quote don't go <laughs> that's a better quote I think we should start writing our own yeah I think so yeah don't go into it thinking that you know everything I guess because everyone has something unique and interesting to share so everyone you will ever meet knows something you don't mm-hmm. everyone I meet knows that you're a pain in the ass though mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's true like, how'd you deal with her oh god knows I asked myself that <laughs> shush I taught you so much today I you taught me how to make a sticker on <laughs> to be fair I'm actually obsessed and <laughs> you started sending them to Lloyd I actually did you um, like it I don't think he replied like I think you've got too much time yeah well that's what I said to you no. basically Molly then edited a sticker with Lloyd's tiny little head in Albie's mouth Albie's yawning mouth Albie's yawning mouth and sent it great. to Lloyd I'll share it on the Instagram. People are dying to hear it and mm. see it. <laughs> I think it's time we go. Yeah, we've been stupid, stupid. Stupid, stupid. Today, Not yeah. Not even an ounce of genius today. I hope it's been entertaining, though. Well, I don't know. Let us know, though, guys. And please, only five-star reviews. We've had our first oh, non-five-star review. I literally saw that and I thought, who? I know. We who? will find we'll you. We're going to listen <laughs> yeah. to you. We will find and you. We will kill you. We we don't know. We don't know. in Scotland recently. <laughs> We don't, we don't know Scottish. But yeah, we've gone down to 4.9. Come on, guys, get us back up. Five, back up five, 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 five. Nothing less, nothing more. Maybe people didn't like me saying that. They were like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, maybe. Well, either way, do it. <laughs> do, do it. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Miss Bye. you already. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. No, actually, yeah. No, seriously. 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 No, we've been stupid genius, not stupid stupid. Mm-hmm.